Jessica, well, there was a point when we thought you were like a 22-year-old gay boy. We just did not know. <laughs> I never thought that. I wasn't not convinced hey, you were. I wish I was. If I could go in another life, oh my gosh, to be a 25-year-old gay boy, that would be so amazing. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? I forgot. I was, we were talking and it was just like, because this is when you were yeah, talking. You it was before you did your video and we're like, Jessica's going to get on that video. She's going to be a 22-year-old twink. And just pretend you do this <laughs> woman with a child. I would have thought that was hilarious, but I didn't was, expect uh... it. I didn't expect actual Jessica either. So there you go. There you go. You're here with us. I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, Sorry. you sound great. Sorry. Thanks for joining us hey, today. Oh yeah. Oh, hello there. It's been a while. We've missed you. Season 40 is here, and it's gonna be a doozy. Buckle up, Stranded is back. We are joined today by Dominic, Jessica, and Will, as well as Michael, our host. The three of them, Dominic, Jessica, and Will, all played in the last game of Stranded, which was Stranded 40, Stranded in the Aegean Sea. And the three of them wanted to come together and have this podcast for some reason. I have no structure planned. I have no questions planned. (laughs) And I just walked in the door. So we're going to be winging it tonight. Hopefully that goes fine. Do you guys have an agenda? What would you all like to accomplish tonight? (laughs) Yes, of course. We have a planned out structure. I think the Dom came to me and said, so of course, I will say, I think that Whenever you play and you go back and read everything, oh, holy shit. Holy nutballs. Like, I I was a villain and people could not stand me. Like, I was annoying as shit. And I was super, (laughs) I was just super cringy. And I didn't understand why. And so the three of us have both, uh, or all three of us have realized that we're all three empaths. So it's like the three villains of the season. I wanted to talk about why. And how that well, is. Can you maybe first for the audience who will be listening to this later, could you explain what you mean by empaths and how you realized you are all three empaths? I think Dom could take that over. He's kind of um, the one yeah. that realized it, I think. No, I, I could take that. That's fine. Honestly, to everyone, an empath could mean something different a little bit, but so I think it depends on the person a little bit more. But I think for me, being an empath, what it means is that you just are in touch with the feelings of others and yourself a lot more and you feel a lot deeper and you express those emotions very deeply so i think what we realize unless i'm speaking out of term for both of you but i think we realize is that the three of us we really burn hot with our emotions and sometimes that doesn't always get perceived the way that we're perceiving it by other people okay I'd Would you agree, agree with that? A hundred percent. Yeah. I definitely think okay. that I wear my heart on my sleeve, and at times it may not have been perceived correctly. But I thought I, whoever I was talking, like sometimes I thought I was doing the right thing and making the right because I was off vibes, and yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like it just at times I thought things were right, and then you go back and you read the confessionals and you hear what people are saying, and you're just like, wow, like it's just totally opposite how you felt. I don't. I don't know. I just always went off my emotions, I think, at times. And maybe I shouldn't have, but... You, know, you feel like you know. people don't read you correctly. 
that's the yeah consistent 100%. among the three of you. You got misread. Absolutely. Yeah. And like you're so misunderstood. So and then like whenever I'm talking- very nice people. It was a very nice people. And it's what the hell? Okay. So you shall get some justice tonight. We will um, write some wrongs. Absolutely. Set this story straight. Yeah. Oh no, you go. I was gonna start from the beginning. Did you want to interject something? Nope. Nope. I'm good. All right. So I think one of the challenges that we're possibly gonna have tonight is that you guys might think I perceived something a certain way or that it, Michael, if you're joining us, that you perceived something a different way than you intended it to. And I'm assuming that you found some points in the game where you found this to be the case or you suspect it might have been the case. So let's go through each of your games from the beginning. And if you Lord. come upon a memory, a time that you were misunderstood, we can talk about it and hopefully shed some light on what happened and where things went wrong. That works. All right. Yeah, so who would like to start? Ladies first or what? Okay. <laughs> who were your important relationships at the beginning and who didn't you connect with? I think that's the hard part as being an empath. Like you legitimately, every single person I talk to, I just want to know everything about them. And yes. If it was real life, right? Yep. Like you're just like, mm -hmm. oh my God, yes. you went about your heart and about what you're doing. And, and so like, I legit wanted to, to really connect. And then like, Whenever I was on Zachros in the beginning, and I was one of the ones that CC came to at first and said, "Oh my gosh, we got there's a there's that final three. And I in my head, like in my heart, I thought that's weird. That doesn't seem right. But Jay believed it. Taylor believed it, and I was like, "Okay, I'll go along with." To explain to the audience what you're talking about, can okay, you explain yes, what the final three was? I'll try to do that real quick. So, like in the chat, there was a final three chat, and it said final three. And Cece said that there were only three people online at that very moment, and it was I think Michelle, Paul, I don't remember the other person, Rachel maybe. Rachel. Rachel. Yeah, Rachel. Okay. And of course, later we found out it was Jacob that made that up. And Michelle had, and Michelle was honestly my very favorite person to talk to out of anybody. And so I was heartbroken when she was gone. But I'd never played anything like this. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I just went with the not a little bit just Yeah. The Paul situation. I don't think that he was a bad guy. But at that moment I was taking all of his anger in and it reminded me of bad situations. And as an empath, you take all that in. And I was taking all of his mm -hmm. anger, like he was really pissed off and just, I get it like now, why he time. was pissed. <laughs> but at yeah. that moment, I was like, holy shit, flashbacks. But so as an empath, you're just, oh, okay. I you're saying that triggered a memory in you that made you react in a certain kind of way. Absolutely. And of mm -hmm. course, it's just a game. And of course, it's silly now. And this has taught me, this freaking game has taught me so much. Like I have even went to my therapist, like with a list of shit from this game i've learned so much but but yeah so it's just did you, a lot did of you therapist have any comments to make about oh, your therapist would like to sign up for stranded absolutely yeah all right i said all right, um, we'll look for dr. that after michael snow uh was my therapist along the way and oh oh i see you're talking about <laughs> dr michael snow no but my other therapist my actual therapist oh, okay. i had a game therapist too yes it's true yeah, yeah i've experienced some of his therapeutic value as well so i can relate all right so please continue jessica thank you for explaining that 
Yeah, I don't even know what we were talking about. I got too into that final three. Thank you, Kayla. They were my my go-to, and that never changed. I think they will be people I talk to forever. They're wonderful people, but I connected with them, and I think that's something really interesting. And of course, I didn't know who they were. I didn't know if it was a male or a female on the other end. Had no idea, but just like I connected with that person, and I trusted. So. It was something that was very personal. So then just one more thing to add, and then I'll let someone else go. But whenever the Stephanie thing came along, of course, I had never, like I said, I'd never really played before. And like somebody taking my words, and I didn't know that was a thing that people did, like copying and pasting, like plagiarizing shit and posting it. I didn't know Can that was a thing. Can you explain what happened? Uh, what Stephanie did ty- that um, upset you? just typing out like a fake message and said I said it and said it was copy and pasted from me but um sent it to my Mm -hmm. number one ally and said it was for me and like she copy and pasted it to Jay and and of course everyone knows now who Jay is and he's wonderful and he's so sweet and so precious which now pisses me off even more I'm like bitch listen (laughs) pisses me off even more now like come there's some lingering feelings about that yeah. I, what I find funny about this whole situation, though, is my prediction was that you and Stephanie were going to be very close. Mm-hmm. I think we would have. I think absolutely. Like, Pretty she's game. the type of bitch I would kick it with in real life. But after that, he I feel like Jay was somebody that I would kick someone's ass over. I'm just protective over him. And so when that happened, I was just like, no. I think you're right, though. If it wouldn't have been for that, Yeah. She would have been somebody I would have kicked it with. But so anyway, that just kind really- of like I definitely understand why you took that way because I know for my style, like I don't condone that type of playing. That's like too far for my taste as well. Like I don't create fake messages just to send to people and stuff. So to me, that's going a step beyond what I'm comfortable with. Her. Yeah, no, is that because we're so feely? I don't know. Do you kind of feel the same way about it? Or would you like kind of No, definitely. Like I found out afterwards, like Lindsay was going ahead and sending fake messages and saying stuff that like it's far like copying my messages, but then also like twisting them and stuff. Right. But legit, oh. like I would copy messages of what people said to like legit show that I was being trustworthy and send them to Lindsay to be like, hey, this is what they said. So that way she would like not be as paranoid. But I never twisted no messages. So to me, that was really yeah. fucking... I, I didn't think anybody would do shit like that. Like, I was like, whoa. What? That See, happened I wouldn't to you? Like, if I only copied a couple yeah. messages. I kind of hurt my feelings about it. I was like, damn, bitch. Room. I was like, damn. You're a little shady. Jessica, <laughs> we, know you, we know that this was your first game. Dominic, yeah. how many games have you played before you started? Or before you played <laughs> Stranded? Number-wise, I'm not sure. I do know that I started back around 2007, though. I started mm-hmm. playing forum-style games like this, so I'm familiar with forum-style games like this. But okay. I will say, definitely throughout the years, like it seems like things have gone more towards that style of playing, where like people mm. just lie, cheat, and steal. Where like back where I'm from, when like that era started, like people were like just. <laughs> more like wholesome about the way they played and like there were people <laughs> lied like if for the purposes of the game people didn't lie like to create like these big elaborate lies like back then okay okay so this was that was a new move that you hadn't really experienced before what about you have you played a lot of games and was this a surprise to you as well 
I had a long time ago, maybe like in 2008, when I had foot injury, I had crushed my Achilles tendon. I had played 10 gauge and maybe like oh, that's 10 right. games. And then I was like, I don't know, it was just like a big brother type game. And it was like, I don't know, it was stupid, I'm not going to lie. It was like maybe like seven people that were in the game and it'd be like random people would win H. It was dumb. And maybe played like 10 of those and I never played again until when I got the email and I'm like, what okay. the hell? Okay. All right. So sense. you weren't prepared for this either. No. And it hit you all three right between the eyes like a ton of bricks. Hell yes. I would recommend it. I'm not kidding. The people that I come in contact with are probably people that don't usually play this. I didn't know that this was even a thing. And I tell Me people either. about it. I played the podcast for people and they're like, oh my God, that sounds amazing. I want to play. I feel like a lot of people don't know this is a thing. And they're yeah, like, I- yes, you do kidding me yeah especially reading this you're just like wow okay like i could work on this and this at the same time yes i'm a baby yeah what were what were some of your initial relationships who did you connect with the most at the beginning definitely mike and sean were my number one and two for me they were the two i was the closest with but then i was also close with and i don't know i'm like i just connect well with people when i start communicating with them i was really close Mm -hmm. with tyler and then once the whole carolyn thing once Vince went, and I seen Mike was kind of like, I don't know, with the way that he was with the idol about the Vince thing, it kind of was a bit much. And then when Shren wanted to get rid of Mike, I trusted Shren a lot. So I knew that Tyler's name would be coming up the next round or two after if Carolyn went. So I was like, I don't want that to happen at all. Because I, I don't know why, but I, I just all the time felt like I was trying to protect Tyler. And yeah, I just, yeah. And I feel like that was where my craziness always stirred, and I ended up just doing too much at times. <laughs> what but, do you um, consider to be too much, or what was perceived as too um, much? Probably like when the whole, like at the point when the Janie thing came around later on, that round I don't think was too much. Maybe it was by flipping I'm too soon because Mike did actually have my back. And maybe Lindsay would have had my back long term more than what she did if I went okay. ahead and had stuck with Mike. But live and learn. I just felt like he was yeah. running too much and doing too much and long term would have been a really big hurdle in my way if I would have kept him around. What would you have so, done otherwise if it hadn't been him that round? I would have, if he, if Carolyn would have went instead, I would have probably stuck tight with Mike and um, Lindsay, honestly. Did you at any point feel betrayed by anybody that you thought was in your alliance? Definitely the vote where I went by sure. And like, she, I, I didn't feel like she had any reason to flip on me. So it was like very, even in the revote, it was like, okay, there's, st- I don't know. I just, I, we've talked about it and I still don't completely understand why she voted against me. But... I need to ask you about that. If you, I, I didn't understand either. I was just curious about that. Yeah. Okay. Cause like her and Brett, I didn't see either reason why either like Brett, like I didn't know him that well. Okay. Yeah. If you flip, you flip. No big deal. But Sharon, me and her, from like pretty much minute one, we made a little alliance, like from not knowing what the hell was going on at first. Like, it was like a little ninja's alliance. So we kept up the whole damn game, I thought. And then it's like, whoa, what the hell? You ninja'd me, girl. Your explanation. Wendell, yeah, she said she felt like Wendell was the right path for her to go. But it really Mm. wasn't because you were playing for second. I don't know. You might have beat me. People hated me. From a little bit of yeah. my conversations with her, too, I realized I actually knew her before the game, which I didn't realize until, like, yesterday. But 
basically, oh, wow. I think she had a very different perception of the entire game and what was going on because she didn't even realize that she was looked at as a second fiddle to Tyler for the longest time either. So I think Shireen was just thinking that she had a more defined path to the end to win the game than what she did because... What? How? Like, she played for two seconds a day. That's that's what I like, too, when I think about it now. Like, she just was a number. Like, from the outside, it looked like, basically, in order for Shireen to win, she had to go to the end with Shireen Breton. That's the only path she had, but... I guess she didn't yeah, see so, it. Yeah, so, yeah. I thought I had a clear path. I'm like, oh, I got so many people that want to go to the end with me. Worst case, I get to the end, I get to tell my story. And if I lose that way, at least I got to save my shit. But it didn't go that way, so whatever. What do you do? <laughs> it is interesting how differently we all see our own games. And yeah. then if we saw our game the same way that the lurkers saw it, we all think we're smart. Yeah. At least oh, that's how I felt. <laughs> our reads, man. Dominic, what about you? You had some early relationships. Who did you connect with the most at the beginning? Yeah, so for me, my best relationships at the beginning were definitely Jacob and Morgan. I connected very well with both of them. I also connected pretty well with Wendell. Just the type of game he was playing where he was like in the middle a lot, shifting back and forth. Like It hurt our connection a tiny bit where I was a little bit leery of trusting him. But I think, honestly, I had fairly good reads of like my tribe in the early game obviously i didn't know that chris wasn't a part of the james alliance but so i had that wrong but based on who people are as players i knew from pretty much day one that steph could not be trusted and that steph was like a snaky and a fake player based on how she plays so i'm happy that i got stuff like that but what's that what do you mean by fake play- the type that would do the move that like what she did to Jessica. She's the type that lives more in like the lies and isn't as genuine in the game sense. Okay. Obviously not saying anything about her as a person, but like right. in the sense of the game, she's a lot more willing to just lie, betray, deceive, and do any of that kind of stuff. And I knew for me personally, that's not the style of person I like to play with. And any of you can answer this question. What is it about you three, or each of you, that other people got wrong? What were you accused of that you were innocent of? That's such a good question. Oh, I got one. Okay. <laughs> Definitely. Go ahead, Will. I, I take ownership for the whole genie vote, but the way it all went down, that, oh my Lord. Okay. Jay went ahead and told me that Ricard was coming after Tyler. Okay. When we were IME. And then I talked to Lindsay about it. And Lindsay's, like, I really want to tell you something, but you got to swear this has to stay between us. And I'm like, okay, like 100%, because I completely trust her at that point. You know what I mean? When the merge first happened. And so she's, I think that we should go ahead and go for Jeannie. And I'm like, Jeannie, hell yeah, definitely. And she's like, we've already been talking about it, her, Jacob, and Jay. And I was like, oh, really? Okay. And she's like, I was like, well, you think we can get the number? She's like, yeah. Then I'm like, I think that we need to go. I don't know how we're going to tell her and Sharon, though. I was like, um, maybe I can tell them that they're both coming after him. And she's like, I don't think that's the one part where we disagreed. She said she didn't think it was a good idea to do that. And I'm like, no, I'm doing it anyways. Because, you know, Will does what the hell he wants to do. And so I went ahead and I told them that part. And that's where the, the lie got messy. But long story short, I did not start that, that whole thing. Like, that was them that originally targeted Jeannie. I just made the lie that went ahead and said that Jeannie was like the one that was going after Tyler. But it was Ricard, and Jay went ahead and told me, 
And then when I went ahead and told Jay about it afterwards, Jay played dumb. Oh, and just ignored the whole question. I'm like, Jay, no, you said this at this time on this day. I sent him the message and the, the little copy paste thing. And he was like, whoa, I, I don't know, but we just need to move. Just like played it off as if it was nothing. I'm like, bro. So yeah, I was kind of pissed and they just played dumb then with the whole thing going forward. And I'm like, seriously, I don't know. But that's, <laughs> no, honestly, I was like, not gonna lie. Everybody loves Jay, but I'm like, screw Jay. He pissed me the, the hell off. And I feel like he hasn't even talked to me about the situation or about anything. So I'm like, why should I have to approach you first? Like you lied to me and you played Here's dumb about it. The- Yes, that's how I feel. So I'm not going to go out my way to go reach out to you. Bro, gone. I don't care. Okay. Game's over. Like, Is there like, the empath personality to hold a grudge? Yes. Like, yeah. yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to say yeah, that. I think like I can speak to that a little bit. Whereas in the early game on Lotto, where Morgan decided that she wasn't going to help save Laurel and she was going to vote Laurel out of that vote. It was uh, Laurel versus Chris. That is something that I definitely held against her a little bit too harshly, especially at that time. Did you talk about that a million times, though, in your thing? I think, they is that what they mean by us holding on to shit? Like, we talked about it over and over. I don't think I talked about it a lot, like, past um, that tribe. I think once we swapped, it's not something I talked about in confessional that much, but... That's like good. at the time, like on that tribe, Divided. I definitely did. So, because I think that's something that definitely annoyed Morgan at the time from talking to her, and it definitely made it more difficult for her to help me out at that stage. We obviously repaired that and patched it up, but I think the want to hold on to stuff definitely hurts you as an empath, and like it's something that makes it difficult to repair relationships after they're hurt because the other situation i'll mention that like relates to that is the whole genie situation that one i think basically pushed genie away from me which i felt very slighted based on what genie did with the clue genie gave the clue to that so genie gave the clue to will without uh saying anything to me and based on the relationship that genie and i had already i felt like the obvious thing to do is to keep the clue within the circle of trust that we had built because Jeannie is telling me, okay, yeah, it's you, me, Ricard, and Jacob, and we're like the four that are going to be like at the top of this tribe. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, I guess that's we're fine. Not- yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. Well, I think uh, that was probably sorry. Jeannie's motivation, right? Yeah. To make Will <laughs> not feel like he was at the bottom. Yeah, because Will goes crazy and he feels like he's at the bottom. And that's where, you know, always happens. Well, he thinks he's at the bottom too. So. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's part of the problem, though, is like, I'm the last person that you want to make feel at the bottom in that spot because I spent like my entire original tribe feeling at the bottom. Whereas, like pretty much no one else in that alliance felt like that the entire time. I guess Lindsay might have been a little bit, but yeah, maybe a little. Yeah. So like, yeah, I was gonna say I did a little bit once I found out that you like they said you guys wanted me out, and then I was like, oh okay, okay. Dominic, so, did like, you believe Jeannie that she didn't see your messages um, asking about giving you the idol clue? Honestly, I don't think I ever registered whether she saw it or not. Like, I think in that moment, I didn't care if she saw it or not, like whether she did or mm, didn't. I it think didn't matter. Me, she still should have chose you. Yes, she should have chose me is like the way I was looking at it. But mm-hmm. I would have been perfectly okay with it if she 
sent me a message beforehand saying, hey, I'm going to choose Will just to make sure he stays cool and he doesn't think anything's up. Mm -hmm. I would understand that beforehand. But if you're explaining that to me after the fact, that's when I'm not going to understand it. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So is this also an empath trait? You need a forewarning to steal yourself or what's happening, what's going to come? I think it does because the way I talked about at the time is this was the first opportunity to show trust or not show trust because on that previous tribe we had been on, Jeannie never had an opportunity to either say yes or no for trust because we never went to tribal council. So this was the first juncture in the game where Jeannie could either show me trust or not show me trust. And I like you don't have to necessarily give me the clue, but... You should at least tell me exactly. It's at least telling me beforehand what you're going to do and why, because not doing that makes it look like, okay, if I just go with the flow here, then basically it's Will, Lindsay, Jeannie, and Ricard are going to be at the top, and then Jacob and I are fucked. So, like, why would I want to do that? So, basically, that like kind of showed me, like, okay, I'm at the bottom here. This is not cool. But if Jeannie was actually planning to work with me, then the proper move would have been like to make me feel good by at least giving me the heads up. And what's your conclusion now? Do you think she would have preferred to work with you or Will at that point? Will literally blindsided her a couple votes later, and I would... <laughs> Perhaps it was a rhetorical <laughs> question. It's Is that what you were going to say? Did you have anything to add to that? Yeah. No justice was Does served. that add to the mad feelings that you have, Dominic, that she should have listened to you, or that she should have kept you closer and not worried so much about honestly no i I think it honestly made me happy what they did because it Mm -hmm. it proved my point that if genie would have kept me in the game there is a zero percent chance that she goes out there because i would have found out about that with my connections and i would have blocked that and you did try to warn her multiple times about about what she was about to do about alienating you or at least you Um, made that comment to me a lot maybe i'm confusing the two did you try to warn Jeannie that losing you would be detrimental to her game? I don't think I did, but hmm. I made it clear to Jeannie that like I did have her back. And she made a very emotional decision, and that emotional decision got her shot. That's How was her decision emotional? Because there's no strategy behind it. There's no strategy behind taking me out in that spot. Obviously, doing that got her shot literally votes later. And would have protected her. You don't feel like that was a poor strategic decision rather than an emotional decision? No, because it was done based on emotional reasons. If you look at her commercial and everything, like she was literally thinking emotionally completely. Like from say Will's perspective or Ricard's perspective, like you could maybe say it was strategic because Will's obviously here and he could speak to this, but Will thought I was after him. So obviously from Will's perspective, it makes sense. But from Jeannie's perspective, you're literally just throwing away someone that actually wants to help you. And that's an emotional decision. Okay. Thank you for clarifying. Michael, did you want to add something to that? Me? I have my opinions on that move. And I believe that it was a very good strategic decision on their parts, especially Lindsay and Jeannie. Can you explain why you feel that way? Absolutely. Dom was making them very nervous and uncomfortable with his, and let's be honest, there was a little bit of paranoia on your end, Dom. And it's hard to play with someone if they are getting in your face about what you're doing, because that shows that they don't trust you. And so if 
they don't sense that you're trusting them, they can't trust you either. And so that relationship has dissolved a lot sooner than I think most people anticipated. And Dominic, do you have a response to that? I I would like to thank Lindsay completely knew that I could trust her uh, and she could trust me. And Lindsay would even disagree with those statements now from what I talked to her about. Like, Lindsay now agrees with me that I would have been good for her game and I would have been helpful to her game if I would have stayed in. Lindsay kind of regrets that move. I can't speak to Jeannie because I haven't even talked to Jeannie, but from their perspective, because you want one in that is going to better help your game. And even if you don't trust them, if they trust you, that's something you can use. So you never want to throw away pieces on the board that fully trust because if those pieces fully trust you, then that is just suicide to throw those pieces away. So you felt like that relationship was already over at the time that you were expressing distrust in her? Or did you not think you were expressing distrust in Jeannie when you were speaking to her? I think from my perspective, the relationship wasn't over. But okay. in, in terms of final three, it was over because I'd already moved on to Lindsay at that point. So I was still planning to go deep into the game with Jeannie, but I just wasn't planning to go to final three with Jeannie. I was just planning to go to final three with Lindsay instead. So I just switched gears slightly. All right. Thank you. Jay, are you just here to listen? Or did you have something you'd like to say? Okay. Let's see. Who else needs to explain a wrong that was done to them? Like, I don't feel like I have any wrongs that were that I need to address. More so that it's super cringy and embarrassing that the first time I played that I found myself as being such BFB, like a big effing baby. I feel like I'm such a rock star in real life. And I and now I'm like, what the hell? It's just it sucks that <laughs> Did it cause you to doubt your perceptions or your... Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I think that I'm so protective of my friendships and I'm so protective mm-hmm. of the women that I have under me that I, like, I'm a rescuer. Like, my that's my personality. And so, like, with my yeah. two people were Jay and Taylor. And so, like, when those two came out from under me and that was, like, what's the word? When that was almost taken from me I freaked the f out and like just crumbled pretty much and I don't know it's really taught me a lot about just how to handle things in real life like this game is legit I would recommend that people that have never done orgs like seriously get their ass in and play one because it teaches you so much about yourself are you freaking kidding me it's amazing I I don't know if you both agree with this, but I think that's another empath thing, like what you're describing with being protective of your people, because like all three of us were like that. Like with me, freaking crying, a freaking baby, acting like a nut job. Are you kidding me? How embarrassing! But still, I guess that's my whole thing. It was a game. Nobody did me so dirty that it was just a game. But like my whole justice org, my whole justice arc. Sorry, is just I'm sorry for being super cringy and that. I've just learned a lot about myself through the whole thing. It's amazing. I think anyone that can go through an experience like that, which we've all had, we've all had the first game, we've all misunderstood something, we've all taken something way too personally. I think that when you can realize that and recognize it, it takes the cringe away and it just becomes a (laughs) learning experience that any of us have had. 
So I hope that you're forgiving yourself about that and not blaming baby Jessica for uh, not knowing how to play or react when you've never done anything like that before. Next time I do want to play as the 22-year-old twink and kick everyone's ass. (laughs) Like blindside everyone I can. And, like, really just do it up. That would be so fun. I I hope we get the opportunity to see that. Yeah. I think you have too much empath in you to fully keep that up for a full season. Well, let's talk about that. What's the advice here? If you find that you are an empath and you want to play orgs, how do you handle yourself in the game? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I think it's tricky because you can play to your strengths and you can play to who you are. And that can still be a winning game because for my play style, I'm someone that really doesn't lie like almost ever. It's very rare for me to actually lie. And I'm also someone that sticks to my word. And that can get you far enough to where you can do damage and win a game. But with the type of people that are in games nowadays, not many play that style. So it can be tricky because you have to find the other people that view loyalty the same way you do in order for that to really work. And if you don't find that, then you're just going to leave yourself like upset and defeated at the end of the day. I think you have to decide whether you want to be true to who you are as an empath and just try to go for it that way. And if you do that style, then you have to try and seek out the other empaths or the other people that are viewing loyalty and viewing emotions and friendships the same way you do in the game because if you find the people that don't view it the same way all that's going to happen is they're going to betray you at some point and you're going to get pissed off how do you tell you're meeting someone getting to know them if they're an empath or not honestly it has a lot to do with experience probably like it's a little bit easier to tell the more you play so For your first game, it's definitely something that's harder to tell, but you just have to try and trust your gut, is what I'd say. If someone's giving you a bad feeling, then maybe that person is not the person you should be trying to gravitate towards. You have to kind of go based on feeling, because empaths are very feely people, and if you feel good about someone, then you have to just trust that feeling and roll with that feeling. I agree. I want to vibes the most with people. Me too. So how do you assess that just gut feeling gut reaction yeah honestly mm-hmm. i go off my gut every time mm-hmm. that's why sharon and tyler i was like yep these are my two for sure and those are the two i stay loyal to the whole time no matter what did yeah, you make any mistakes with that did you ever trust someone that oh. you shouldn't have trusted yeah jay <laughs> i really didn't trust jay though honestly that was just a joke i would say wendell honestly so i started to trust wendell and then i even told even that was my biggest mouth was the mistake of myself going home, I feel like, because I told Wendell more or less that they were planning on trying to vote him, and I don't know exactly what happened, because I didn't read that confessional round, but I know I told him that he was the one they were planning on voting, and that me and Sharon weren't voting that way, but we were going to lie to Jane and Lindsay and say that we were voting that way, and long story short, it all flipped on me, and I went, yeah. Yeah, I think one thing that I noticed, like, from the outside watching, is that it seemed like Lindsay with the whole idol thing and not telling you like that bothered you a lot was that true oh 100 percent. i feel like that's when i realized i couldn't like okay before then 
I was always wishy-washy and my vibes told me, don't trust her, don't trust her. But I wanted to trust her the whole time because like me and her had been through everything. It felt like together from OG Moss. And then like for the way things, when that happened, that she couldn't even tell me about the idol. And I literally had went through so much stuff with her and had had days where I'm worried about going home and stuff. And like she had it since day 17, I think. And I'm like, what the hell? We're supposed to be close like this and you literally aren't telling me anything. So your actions are showing me the exact opposite. So I was so mad. And when I'm that mad, I'm going to say some things I regret. So literally, I just knew I had to block her for a little bit. And I'll come back to the conversation later. You know, like, so that's what I did for a few hours. And then she just thought I blocked her the rest of the day. But I didn't. It was only for like two hours. I'm just like, you know what? Whenever the girl, like, I thought it was the whole day. Yeah, it was only like two hours. And I'm, <laughs> she's going to block. I just ain't dealing with her ass. You know? I put her in the house for a little bit. <laughs> Dominic, can you talk up a little bit? I can't hear you well enough. Yeah. No, I think that's like the interesting thing with dealing with an empath, though, is little things like that. Lindsay not telling Will about the idol, like to certain players, that's not going to matter. Say Lindsay didn't tell Jacob about it until afterwards. Jacob didn't really care too much, but not telling an empath. I think if it was anybody people, else besides like, Tyler, it wouldn't have mattered to me. You know what I mean? Like even sure, that's exactly what it was. Deception like, hurt worse, hurt more. Yeah. Because literally, like, we had days where, like, I was worried about going home, and she was worried about going home, and I'm like, and then for that to happen the way it did, like, for her to play it, and then I'm somewhere random, like, Rachel, not even, nothing that's Rachel, but, like, she was even talking about taking Rachel out eventually, so it's like, why would you play it for her when that's so, I don't know, just real random, especially when she asked me, like, who'd you vote for, and I told her right before that, and a whisper, I'm like, Lindsay, the vote switched to Taylor, Rachel, so, and then she's like, who did you vote for? I'm like, Rachel, and then she plays the fuck, she plays the idol for her, and I'm like, what the hell? I definitely understand, like, why that would read that way to you, because, like, we've talked afterwards, and I think Lindsay misrepresented, like, our relationship together a little bit to try and get us against each other, because she didn't want us working. Yeah. Because, like, I talked to you, and we always vibe well together, and I always liked you, and I always yeah. wanted to work with you, but, like, I told you, literally the only reason ever that I ever wanted to target with you is because I wanted to weaken Tyler, and you were the only person on that entire tribe close to Tyler. That's all it was. But apparently Lindsay was like trying to tell you that, oh, he doesn't like you and this kind of stuff to try and blow it up. Yeah. But now that I look back at it, she was very good. I'm not going to lie. Like I can't not knock her at all. She's a damn good player. But I was just like, damn girl, you're that good. Take any of the sting off of it that she won, that she won so many awards. Hold on. What'd you say? I didn't hear you. Sorry. Does- does it take any of the sting off of it that Lindsay was recognized as such a good player? What do you mean? Like the when you were hurt, but if, if you does it make oh. it better, worse, or not, or the same to be hurt by someone um, that was an amazing strategist, amazing player? I guess it's not. It doesn't feel as bad when you look back and you realize like that she considered as great of a player by everybody that she was. Mm-hmm. It's still like. We were so close, girl. Damn, damn. We were really good. <laughs> Did she ever talk to you about it? And her choices uh, at that yeah. point? Yeah, I knew everything. I feel like I knew everything that was going on besides the fact that the idol, she never told me about the idol. And that's when I was like, that action was and me literally telling her who I voted for. And then her playing the idol for that first time. Like, I don't know. It just was a lot. Like, that night, like, I was just was so mad. But before that, like, I felt like she told me almost everything, but she just sometimes her confessionals were like vicious and i'm just like whoa girl i thought my mine were more like i felt like i was joking at times like c- talking about bathing in people's bloods and stuff and like even the emojis now i think back i don't think i would have done that or even like, try to be different by writing you but i don't know a lot of things like your first game you oh, I thought it was a big hit 
Oh, was it? And it made you into a character, which I think may yeah. have helped you at certain points. I think so, too, because I feel like a lot of people really did view me as a character after the season, so it wasn't as bad of a sting with the things people yeah. said. But mm-hmm. it was still, like, it was still a sting, I'm not going to lie. Like, it was still a little sting. Yeah, yeah. Your connection's not good, Don. No. I feel like there's no hard feelings anymore. Like, I'm good with her. Like, we've talked since the season ended. and like, Oh, that's everything. good. That's good. I yeah, was fond so. of you, too, as a duo, but I didn't, we I guess I never really thought going the entire definitely. way. Yeah, I didn't realize that we were as much frenemies as we were. Like, we both talk shit in our confessions. I'm like, damn, you talk a lot of shit, girl. But it's like, With shit talking? Oh, for sure. She's damn good. Let me not lie. And I love the noise with the little colored thing, too. I'm not going to lie. I like that a lot. Like, okay. I don't know how everybody structured their, sh- their stuff before. Because, like, some of these people were really good with the professionals. Like, the way they structured them. I'm like, wow. It's your first game in a while. And Jessica is your first game, period. I, I think, and I guess Don, too. In, in this era, at least. It, there's, it's very instructional on like just reading each other's confessionals and seeing how y'all communicated with, with us and with each other. It's very, it's yeah. a, it's a good experience to be able to look through the confessionals after you've had a little time to, Where's what did you learn? What did I learn? I learned, oh my gosh, so much, but just how I came across and just whenever you do live your life a certain way, it is a game of deception. Come on. It's a game. And I don't think, I think I'm more of a big brother player. So it's yeah, very different of how I would ever play the game. But so if I think that lying is shitty and if I think that somebody being pasting messages is shitty, like that's just my own self. Don't ever like project that onto somebody else. That is hard to take and annoying. That's something that I definitely learned. Just playing a victim. You've learned to be more objective. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's just about me and what I'm feeling. Don't ever project your shit onto somebody else. And then not expecting somebody else to do the same things that you're feeling. Like, that's not how I live my life. Why am I doing it in the same? So I think just learning that. I hate to say the word journey because that's super cringy also, but it really is. Just I've learned a lot and I really want to, I think that I would like to probably play isolated or something similar i'm gonna try and get into some other orgs and get some practice in but um just taking the emotional try to take the emotional piece off and have some fun the very beginning of the game you struggled a little bit with people not treating you fit kindly or lying and basically cornering you as being guilty of something that you were innocent of yeah yeah and i think in real life I do deal with yeah. that. And so I, I reacted like I would. I think if anything, the game is good for teaching us that people are so different from each other. They all have their own learned experiences. They've all had their mm-hmm. own upbringings and come from different ways of thinking. And it, it's almost impossible to predict that how anybody would act. It takes us <laughs> it years sometimes to form friendships where we get to the point of being able to trust them completely. Uh, right. And then other people we can meet in the next night, we're telling them all our secrets. So that's the fun part of the game for me. <laughs> it's fascinating. It really is. But yeah. like, if you're playing with your feelings, I think that's the common thread when Tom came to us was like, because we were the kind of ones that people talked. We were the three that everyone talked the most shit about. So I think that's, or like, wow, I had no idea. 
when you're playing, you have no idea, but then you're like, oh my gosh, this is why. It might be an empath thing, but it's also just like a little justice. Can I, can I just explain myself for a second? Sure. Yeah, we were able to. So that means so much. I'm really thankful for this community. It's taught me so much and I mean that. Yeah, I think for like us, we're probably always going to be the people that are either loved or are hated. I don't think there's like a lot of middle ground with the three of us. I think people yeah. either just really love us or they really hate us. Or polarizing characters, what can we say? That's a good <laughs> term here, polarizing. Just because what I was getting at earlier is when you were talking about quitting, were you actually thinking about quitting? Was it too yeah, much? It was. Oh, no, oh, me. I was going to quit. Was- <laughs> I didn't want to play anymore. I think the thing that just shocked me so much, uh, I had some like personal stuff going on too, but I think that mm. it just shocked me to the point that I really got close to Jay. And I think that it was also hard because my daughter was playing along too. Well, she was with mm-hmm. me, obviously, as the whole time. So it was really hard. It was hard for me to see her cry. Like, she cried because she was like, Mommy, you didn't say that stuff. And Jay believed it. Like, he believed it to the point where he played the idol on her the next day, mm-hmm. even though she had, she had screwed me over. So I was like, it's too much. I think more so if my daughter hadn't been playing, I probably would have been okay. But it was just like... Oh, she was crying. I was crying. I was like, I don't think I can do this. If it wasn't for Nofo was the first person to talk to me. And then Michael also, I think you also messaged me, Susan. I had yep. D3 and I was like, I'm going to do it. It just took a sentence, but still. I'm glad that <laughs> was helpful and that it turned you around. And I'm super excited to hear that you're planning on playing other games. Yeah, it just was a moment. It was a moment where you're, it makes you like, I'm, I'm serious. Like this kind of stuff does make you stronger for real life stuff. It helps you. It helps you react to other situations you would never encounter. We have a guest who would like to join us. Is that okay with you guys? Jacob like, would Please? like to talk. Okay. All right, Jacob. I, welcome. I was just off work. Hey. I just wanted to, just want to pop in because I was there for the, the quitting. And I have to say, I, I know Jay's on want to defend him i don't think either of us uh believed steph over you jessica he he can he played it on steph to you know flip the game he didn't play on steph because he believed your lies that he's typing so we'll see what but i just want to say i'm i was glad he he said he can't yeah i mean we talked about podcast okay Okay. Um, and i'm glad i tried to bring jessica back from the brink i was like don't quit i love you please (laughs) yeah we would all have been devastated had jessica quit We're very invested. And I understand as a mom myself how much it must have hurt by proxy to see Hannah reacting the way that she did to somebody betraying their mom. Yeah, I don't think that it was just one of those. It's an experience thing where we didn't know that was going to be. We didn't know people did that. We didn't know that people we didn't know that people faked injuries we didn't know that people did a lot of stuff but hey <laughs> like next time i said next time i'll be a 22 year old twink that like um gets in a fake car wreck i've heard people do all sorts of fun stuff but i'm just kidding <laughs> i would never do that but yeah so we, we could and you know what it's fine if people do but i just it was something new and yeah it was just one of those Are you happy that you changed your mind about quitting as well Absolutely. Are you kidding me? This has been an experience of a lifetime. I wouldn't change it for anything. We had an amazing time. For those yeah, of you that are... Interesting, too, for 
people that are empaths that I've met, like either in this game or other games, like I think we've developed like our own moral code that we have to stand by that like other people don't really have the same thing. I don't know if you know, Jess, if you feel this, but I think we come up with like our own standards of what's okay. And then if other people aren't meeting those standards, whoa, you didn't meet the standards, but they don't buy the same thing. It is. And you think that in your head, like, and it's a judgmental thing and you have to turn that off. But yeah, of course, it's an emotional thing. It feels like a defense mechanism that if somebody, not to project any of this on any of you, but in, in a lot of cases when people I've met have been super empathic, let's call it, to use your your word for it, or just feeling an emotional connection really quickly. Sometimes it's because, or, or and then that gets betrayed, it, it often hurts more if you've been hurt by other things in the past. And for someone that may have not had a lot of, of hurt in their life, uh, they may not perceive a game move like that in quite the same way. Would you guys agree with that? Yeah, I would probably agree with that. I think it definitely has a lot to do with life experience and like your path in life. And I think empaths are people that like can develop into that, like depending on the way your life experiences went. So I think when we're ending up in these games, like if you've had the experience that has developed you into that type of person, then these types of things are going to stick with you harder than someone else that like is just oh this is just a game but i think for the people that feel it deeper like i think it becomes more than a game and it just becomes this is your reality for them i'll put anyone else have any comments about that do you feel like it resonates more with you because of things that have happened and maybe other people haven't had those same experiences and does that make it does that make it better to play again do you get another try I, don't I would definitely want another try. It's fine. I, I don't mean to inter- talk over you. I think orgs do get easy. Like, I think the first few you play are usually going to be the most vulnerable. And yeah, I was kind of like, I don't know. I guess I was sheltered. And I was really surprised in my second org because a lot of people just hated me at that one. And that was hard for me. But like after that, I definitely got better about not taking it as seriously. And I also got a lot, become a lot better player. I've still never won one, but I keep playing, and I think you get more comfortable with it as you keep on. And the thing you said about like setting boundaries, like I think everyone should do that. Like set boundaries for the malls that you want to go by and the orgs. But I try not to be like too hard on other people who do things that I wouldn't but I have heard some really dark strategies I had a friend in one org that like I'm not a real life friend but just someone I met in the game and, and again if you we played like three orgs together I think and he said that he had tried the Johnny Fairplay strategy of pretending like certain loved ones had died during orgs for sympathy and that just that seems really dark to me I would try to leave like real life stuff out of the game as much as possible but what was i thinking oh yeah and sometimes the inverse of that happens where something bad really happens to someone like they get covid or one of their friends dies and people think that they're lying uh, for the org but it's really real so i try not to accuse anybody of basically if it's like something real life that people say i try to give them the benefit of the doubt but if it's like 
gameplay where someone's not been talking to me and they messaged me like something right before a vote. I'm probably not going to believe that, but I try to believe people like as much as possible with the real life uh, stuff. Yeah. Good advice. Hey, Cochran, are you going to talk? Are you just listening? Okay. I'm going to take that as just listening. All right. So we're wrapping up. Does anyone else have anything that they'd like to say? Any of you three want to get anything else off your chest or any um, other? I'm, uh... I'm hosting up yeah. late uh, June. This... So the fly to that you can. But I'm not going to cast all stranded people. But like yeah, maybe CCB, if... this isn't a casting podcast. I know, but I've got to. No, don't make me mute you. All right. Any of the I other think, three of um, you have anything else you'd like to add to the podcast? Yeah, I just love I'm you all so much. For... That's my last words. I love you. I love you. I love you. I've had so much fun. Okay, that is all. So now. So were you going to say something? Yeah, I had a yeah, blast. Yeah, does the whole Valentine thing, does that kind of soften some of the blow for you? Being... I would say, yeah, a little bit. It's nice to see that people love to hate me. Oh, that's amazing. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm happy that I won that award, but I was more excited that I won the uh, best fight with Lindsay. Not gonna lie. <laughs> you had some competition. <laughs> there were some good fights. I was like, oh, damn, we won. Yeah. Oh, yeah, true. I guess that too, yeah. But the fight, I was like, oh, Lindsay, what fight was it? She's like, I don't know. Which one? Yeah. But it was a blast, you guys. Like, overall, like, I had a blast. Yeah, at times I felt like maybe I was a little petty and a little, sometimes maybe not completely loyal to a lot of people, mm-hmm. but it was a blast and I would definitely do it again. All right. And Dominic, are you, you're going to have a chance to play again. Is that right? I will have a chance to play again, yes, because I'm the only loser that make the merge out of us three. Well, congratulations, though. On how your gameplay is going to change in the next game? I can't speak to specifics, obviously, because I have to keep that closer to the vest. But yeah. uh, I will say it's probably not likely that I'm going to win because I'm probably going to take something too personally again. It'll be a fun yeah. Jessica, no. how likely is it that you're going to take something too personally the next time you play? Listen, I know how to put my guard up. I just didn't know that was like a thing I should do. I can shut the shit down and become <laughs> the 20-year-old twink of my dreams. So the next time I play, I'm not kidding. I will be a completely different person. Okay. I, there should be. A, you need to find a balance or just go full crazy sociopath. That's also fun. Why not? <laughs> Hold on, do you guys have any advice for us next time we play? What advice do we have? Yeah. <laughs> it's only up from here. Come on, let's be right. honest. I think some of the advice Hopefully. is fairly obvious. But don't yeah. if somebody's coming at you in the game, it's a game move. They're not actually harming you or your children yeah. or your family. <laughs> Even though I think the tendency is to react that way. If somebody comes at you in, with a game move that is detrimental or hurts a relationship that you thought was important, it can feel like they have actually physically harmed you. And your body has the same reaction, that whole fight or flight response that you get. Oh, yeah. And it's just good to give yourself some positive self-talk that this is a game move, this is strategy. It may not even be good strategy. So you may very well survive the blow. And uh, be able to retaliate and get the better, get the upper hand on them. Don't give up until you're out of the game. Amen. I think balance is the yeah. word. Just as yeah. Dr. Snow's words of wisdom, of course, he had to pop in with that balance. I, I think that's- for people that don't really uh, see things the same way a lot is like when you're 
someone that's more empathetic and you're in these games, like it kind of envelops you more, I would say. So you go into that as like your world as on the outside. Like, I'm sure all three of us would even say, oh, yeah, that was bad. I took that too personally or that wasn't good. But like when you're actually within that world itself, you can't really see it the same way. That lens doesn't work sometimes. Does it work better now that you've had time to think about it? Oh, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying is like on the outside of it, looking back, like you can definitely see it a lot easier. Just when you're actually within it, it's easier said than done to say, oh, yeah, I'm not going to take it personally. But like when you're actually in it, like it's actually hard to make that call. Do you think this conversation will help you deal with it better in the future? Or do you think you'll probably just be how you usually are? I guess we'll have to see. It depends on Mm -hmm. the moment, I suppose. I guess we'll see. All right. Any final thoughts? Any final advice from any of the hosts or alum that are on the channel? because my son's hosting his D&D is really loud. All right. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. Yes. Thank you, Miss We all like to watch each other play, or at least I do. So if you guys do join any other games, let us know and we can spectate. I can't wait to watch you guys play next. I love you guys and you guys have a good night. Be safe. Good night, everyone. Go away, Craig. See if I can remember how to